0: welcome to Central Coast Chat. I'm your host, Inhelica Cabral. I'm a reporter with the California and Salinas, part of the USA Today, Gannett Network. We're continuing this week with another episode about voting and the elections. I spoke with Brittany Stonecipher, a voting rights attorney with the ACLU of Northern California, about voter disenfranchisement, including what to do if you feel intimidated at the polls.
1: attorney with ACLU of Northern California, and I work on a range of issues um, targeted at protecting voter rights in California and in specific counties in California, and particularly on making sure that underrepresented voters are not excluded from democracy.
0: And what work does the ACLU do around voter disenfranchisement?
1: So presently, one of the issues that I'm working on is uh, making sure that we pass Prop 17 this November, which will restore voting rights to people who have completed their prison terms and are reentering society after prison. Um, We do a lot of other work, um, particularly in preparing for November. Um, We've been making sure that all voters are sent uh, a vote-by-mail ballot automatically, that there are adequate numbers of in-person voting locations and that there are meaningful protections at those locations. Um, We're also doing a lot of work to make sure that there's language access services for people um, who are not as comfortable using English when they vote. Um, And we've also been supporting a number of other ballot campaigns, including um, Prop 18, which will allow people who are 17 years old to vote in the presidential primary if they'll be 18 by the time of the general.
0: So you mentioned having some protections for voter rights at, at sites for voting. What would some of those protections look like?
1: Um, So the major one of them was just making sure that there were an adequate number of in-person voting locations, which has been a core part of what we've been doing for the last few months here in California. And the reason for that is that uh, not everybody uses vote by mail historically in equal rates. Um, and so people of color, young people, people who move a lot um, or have housing instability are all individuals who uh, haven't had equal access to vote by mail in the past. So making sure that there are meaningful in-person voting locations was an essential part of making sure that there isn't an increase in voter representation gaps this November. Um, we've also been doing some preparations to make sure that we're monitoring locations for adequate um, PPE uh materials for voters this November, um, and monitoring to make sure that if there are any kind of voter intimidation issues or anything like that, given some of the national rhetoric that we'll be prepared to respond to that. And so we're working with partners across the state, uh, to make sure that we are monitoring what will be happening on election day and during the days of early voting.
0: What are some voter intimidation issues you think you might run into?
1: Um, Well, it could be a number of things. Um, So we're not worried about voter fraud at all because we know that um, our systems are secure here in California and nationwide, um, particularly vote by mail. There's just not, uh, data shows that there's not any kind of widespread voter fraud. Um, But given some of the national dialogue encouraging um, people to go and watch the polls um, or try to test the system uh, for voter fraud, we're just worried that that could create uh, particularly some enthusiastic individuals challenging the eligibility of voters, which is not allowed, um, or trying to test the system could result in just long lines, Um, and not that those votes will get through, but that it'll just gum up the process um, and cause people to get discouraged and leave the the polls sooner, things like that.
0: And so how would you say California compares to maybe some other states when it comes to voter disenfranchisement?
1: Um, I think that compared to um, some other states that uh, ACLU National, for instance, has been monitoring, uh, we were in good shape in California. Um, We're usually looking to expand uh, democracy by implementing reforms here in California. So for instance, last year we passed uh, same-day voter registration at all all in-person voting locations, polling places statewide, which is a great and important reform for underrepresented voters. Um but this November, you know, California it could also be facing some issues uh around things like voter intimidation or long lines given the national dialogue. So we're just trying to be prepared um across the country. Often it can be, you know, something that's maybe focused in southern states, but it's hard to know this November.
0: So what is something or advice you would give to someone who's worried about maybe voter intimidation when they get to the polls?
1: Um so the best thing to do is uh to if you see any issues, to let the elections officials know, the polling place workers know, um, to let your county elections office know, and then um, they can hopefully take it from there. If there are any persistent issues, uh, voters can reach out to the elections protections hotline um, or they can reach out to ACLU of Northern California will also be running an intake line that day uh, and then the days leading up to the election.
0: And so tell me a little bit about Prop 17 and 18
1: so um, Prop 17 is a campaign that we've been working on for um, almost two years now. Um, it started out in the legislature as ACA 6 um, because it's a legislatively-referred constitutional amendment. Uh, it had to go through both houses of the legislature and get two-thirds votes in both of those houses just to be referred to the ballot, uh, and we were able to secure two-thirds bipartisan support in both houses, and we, we got our proposition number, Prop 17, in June. Um, So that measure will restore voting rights to about 50,000 people who have left prison and finished their prison time um, and who are living in our communities, paying taxes, raising families, but they're presently being denied the right to have a say in the policies and representatives that affect their everyday lives. Um, this, This policy of denying people the right to vote after they've left prison or felony disenfranchisement generally um, has been with California since the very beginning of the state. Um, and it's a policy that's rooted in Jim Crow disinfra- or Jim Crow segregation. Um, and it continues to have the same effect today that it was intended to have nearly 200 years ago, which is denying um, black and brown Californians of their political power um, because of, because of discriminatory policing and incarceration. Um, about three quarters of people who are leaving California prisons are people of color so prop 17 is a matter of fairness and that's a matter of writing historical racial injustice um, especially at a time when people are standing up to demand changes to systematic racism uh, in the us um, and prop 18 will restore voting or will allow 17 year olds to vote uh, in the presidential primary if they will be 18 by the time of the general election um, which just makes our democracy more fair and more inclusive um, and these individuals who 17 year olds are going to be voting in the general election. So we think it's fair for them to be able to participate in the preliminary conversation that leads up to that general election.
0: And what do you see as you know moving forward after the election? Is there anything that we should be keeping an eye out in terms of like future election, elections voter disenfranchisement or anything else you'd like to add?
1: Um, For future elections, I think hopefully we'll go back to um, our usual focus in California, which is uh, trying to make our systems um, more fair in the long term um, and make sure that there are fewer barriers to voting. So um, often what we're working on is making sure that registration, for instance, doesn't present a barrier um, to participating in democracy. And so we've implemented things like automatic voter registration through the DMV. Um, so continuing to expand those kinds of ex- inclusive programs that cut down on barriers, um, and as I mentioned before, language access is uh, an important issue, especially here in California. Um, so continuing to expand the resources that are available to voters in their preferred languages, um, and to expand the number of languages that are
0: Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Over the next few weeks, we'll be continuing with coverage of election-related issues that you need to know. So stay tuned. We have new episodes every Friday afternoon at 4 p.m.